Welcome to the Wayside Podcast. I'm Robert Killingsworth. The audio for this episode comes from a sermon that was given during one of our Sunday services. We hope you are encouraged and inspired by today's word. So, let me repeat what Wayne said. Um, This is the first time that I've preached at this service, but it's not the first time I've preached. Um, And I thought I'd take this opportunity to tell you a little about myself. I've been in this service a few times as deacon. Um, And so I thought maybe it might just pique pique your interest to find out. So as you hear, when I speak, I'm not a native Texan. But I was born in England. However, don't let that fool you. Because I've lived in various states in the USA on and off since 1971. And have been in Texas for the last 22 years. I just haven't got the accent right yet. Um, But I am an American citizen, I'll tell you that as well. So I'm the deacon of this church. I'm a deacon by choice and have been ordained for over 16 years. In the Episcopal Church, there are three orders of clergy, bishops, priests, and deacons, all with a distinct ministry. And deacons refer to both the bishop and the rector. I report to both. I've served in four other churches in this area before St. Martin's and have been here now for almost four years. In other churches, I've led their outreach ministry, but here my responsibility is within pastoral care. My calling is to the vocational diaconate, not to the transitional diaconate, which priests work through before their final ordination. I've no intention of becoming a priest. And in the Book of Common Prayer, in the ordination of a deacon, it says, you are to interpret to the church the needs, concerns, and hopes of the world. To be an effective deacon, you're always in what we call a liminal state between church and the world. A good way to understand the word liminal is to imagine a small stream. You stand with both feet on one side and then you jump to the other, landing again with two feet. There is a moment... When you are in midair, when you are in a liminal state with feet on neither side, it's in that liminal state that the deacon functions between the church and the world. I am to help you in the church to understand and serve those in the world. Now, normally, The deacon reads the gospel in a service, but today I'm here as preacher 
to interpret for you the reading as you go into the world. Today's gospel reading is the parable of the sower. It's very important and very appropriate as Jesus interprets for us a passage from the Bible for its meaning in the world. He doesn't always do that with parables, but he does with this one. And this parable concerns a sower who erratically scatters seed, which falls on four different types of ground. The hard ground by the wayside prevents the seed from sprouting. And the seed becomes nothing more than bird food. The stony ground provides enough soil for the seeds to germinate and begin to grow. But because there's little depth of soil, plants do not take root and are soon withered in the sun. The thorny ground allows the seed to grow, but the competing thorns choke the life out of the plants. The good ground receives the seed and produces much fruit. So after we've heard Jesus tell the parable, we then hear his interpretation for us. He waits to explain the meaning until all the crowds have left. Because although they can hear, they may not understand. May not understand what he has to say. He wants to talk to us. He talks to us, his disciples. The hardened soil represents a person with a resistant heart. This is the type of person who looks at life cynically. No matter what they hear, they appear ready to doubt it or are completely unwilling to give a hearing to anything. They've already got life all figured out and have turned away from God and they pursue only what they desire. The stony ground pictures someone who hears the word and is filled with joy, but whose heart is not changed. And when trouble arises, their so-called faith disappears. They may even have rather a party heart. They come to church and meet new friends. They enjoy the fellowship. However, they do not really join in all facets of being part of the community. This person is all about the experience and the experience has got to be good. You know, Christianity is not all fun. It can be hard and it can be a struggle. But it's always real and can always be joyful, even in difficult circumstances. The thorny soil represents the type of person who's focused on the cares of the world and its riches. They appear to receive the word, but their heart is elsewhere. 
We know and have heard from elsewhere in the Bible the fruits of the Spirit. We're called to love and listen, to forgive and to reconcile. And in recognizing that, they're still willing to follow Jesus. Finally, the good soil represents an open heart. This is the type of person who hears the message of the gospel and is open to it and understands it. They recognize their need of salvation and recognize that the reality of the Christian life will not always be joyful, but will sometimes be hard and require sacrifice but they're still willing to follow Jesus because they truly believe there is no other way to live. They notice what Jesus tells us and they go on to produce fruit a hundred times what was sown. The good ground portrays the one who hears, understands and receives the word and then allows the word to germinate and multiply from within to bear fruit. Today when you buy seed, either as a farmer or as a home gardener, the packet will tell you what the germination rate is and what are the optimum planting conditions for the seed to grow. You want to receive the maximum crop, so you plant accordingly. You till the soil and plant in neat rows and then tend and care for the seedlings as they appear. Jesus calls to our attention the fact that although the soil is not always the way it should be or the way that it can be, It can still be made productive soil with work. Jesus tells us that the reception of God's word is determined by the condition of our heart. And it is for us in the church to help you prepare your heart. We can relate to this parable and know that change can begin to take place despite the hardness of your heart, the shallowness of your experience, or the many thorns that choke out the word of our lives. It doesn't happen overnight, but with focused work, we will get there. We receive spiritual nourishment if our hearts are first prepared by careful attention to Holy Scripture, by faithful worship, by prayer, and by spiritual discipline. We provide many ways at St. Martin's to accomplish that. Whether one pictures the sower in the parable as preacher, teacher, yourself, As Jesus or as God, the sower is the one who spreads the good news. God is our light, and it would be to our peril for us not to listen to him. 
He will steer us away from the troubles we may face and to understand them. He will help us ensure that the roots we plant are deep and well-nourished. He will be our guide as to what it will take to enrich the soil in our hearts so that they are fertile and long-lasting. It is God who will help prepare us to go from the church and to spread his word in the world. Amen. Thanks for listening. The Wayside Podcast is a ministry of St. Martin's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. It was created by Ryan Presley and the Reverend Wesley Arning. It is executive produced by Robert Killingsworth. The theme music was written and recorded by Robert Killingsworth. If you're interested in life at St. Martin's, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at St. Martin's Episcopal Church.